Good morning. Good morning. Today is January 17th, um, Monday. We have Exodus 1 through 3 and Psalm 17. And let's ask the Lord's blessing as we start this time together. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for being our God, for loving us so much. Thank you for breathing air into our lungs, Lord. Uh, giving us another day, another year, Lord. Serve you, to worship you, follow after you, Father. So, Lord, just open our eyes and our hearts to your word this morning. Lord, fill us with your spirit. Okay, Exodus chapter 1. These are the names of the sons of Israel who came to Egypt with Jacob, each with his household, Reuben, Simeon, Levi, and Judah, Issachar, Zebulun, and Benjamin, Dan, and Naphtali, Gad, and Asher. All the descendants of Jacob were 70 persons. Joseph was already in Egypt. Then Joseph died and all his brothers and all that generation. But the people of Israel were fruitful and increased greatly. They multiplied and grew exceedingly strong so that the land was filled with them. <clears throat> now there arose a new king over Egypt who did not know Joseph. And he said to the, his people, Behold, the people of Israel are too many and too mighty for us. Come, let us deal shrewdly with them, lest they multiply. And if war breaks out, they join our enemies and fight against us and escape from the land. Therefore, they set taskmasters, taskmasters over them to afflict them with heavy burdens. They built for Pharaoh stores, cities, Pithom and Ramesses, but more, the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied and the more they spread abroad. And the Egyptians were in dread of pe the people of Israel, so they ruthlessly made the people of Israel work as slaves and made their lives bitter with hard service in mortar and brick and all kinds of work in the field. In all their work, they ruthlessly made them work as slaves. Then the king of the Egypt said to the Hebrew midwives, one whom was named Sipphora and the other Hua, when you serve as midwives to the Hebrew women and see them on the birth stool, if it is a son, you shall kill him. But if it is a daughter, she shall live. But the midwives feared God and did not do as the king of Egypt commanded them. But they let the male children live. So the king of Egypt called the midwives and said to them, Why have you done this? And let the male children live. And the midwives said to the Pharaoh, Because the Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women, for they are vigorous and give birth before the midwife comes to them. So God dealt well with the midwives. And the people multiplied and grew very strong. And because... The midwives feared God. He gave them families. The Pharaoh commanded all his people, every son that is born to the Hebrews, you shall cast into the Nile, but you shall let every daughter live. Chapter 2. Now a man from the house of Levi went and took his wife, a Levite woman. The woman conceived and bore a son, and she saw that he was a fine child, and she hid him three months. When she could hide him no longer, she took from him a basket made of brut bulrushes and dabbed it with bitumen and pitch and she she put the child in it and placed it among the reeds by the river bank and his sister stood at a distance to know what would be done to him now the daughter of pharaoh came down to bathe at the river while her young women walked beside the river she saw the basket among the reeds and sent her servant woman and she took it when she opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the baby was crying. She took pity on him and said, This is one of the Hebrew Hebrews' children. Then her sis his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call 
call you a nurse from the Hebrew women to nurse the child for you? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, go. So the girl went and called the child's mother. And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, take this child away and nurse him for me, and I will give you your wages. So the women took the child and nursed him. And when the child grew older, she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter and became her son. She named him Moses because she said, I drew him out of the water. One day when Moses had grown up, he went out to his people and looked on their burdens. And he saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his people. And he looked this way and that. And seeing no one, he struck down the Egyptian and hit him in the sand. And when he went out the next day, behold, two Hebrews were struggling together. And he said to the man in the wrong, why do you strike your companion? He answered, who made you a prince and judge over us? Do you mean to kill me as you killed the Egyptian? Then Moses was afraid and thought, surely this the thing is known. When Pharaoh heard of it, he sought to kill Moses. But Moses fled from Pharaoh and stayed in the land of Midian, and he sat down by a well. Now the priest of Midian had seven daughters, and they came and drew water and filled the troughs to water their father's flock. The shepherds came and drove them away, but Moses stood up and saved them and watered their flock. When they came home to their father, Rule, he said, How is it that you have come home so soon today? They said, An Egyptian delivered us out of the hand of the shepherds and even drew water for us and watered the flock. He said to his daughters, Then where is he? Why have you left the man? Call him that he may eat bread. And Moses was content to dwell with the man, and he gave Moses his daughter Zipporah. She gave birth to a son and called his name Gershom. For he, for he said, I have been a sojourner in the foreign land. During those many days, the king of Egypt died and the people of Israel groaned because of the slavery and cried for help. Their cry for <clears throat> rescue <clears throat> from slavery came up to God and God heard their groaning and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac and with Jacob. God saw the people of Israel and God knew and God knew. Chapter 3, Moses was keeping the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian. And he led his flock to the west side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire out of the midst of the bush. He looked and behold, the bush was burning, yet it was not consumed. And Moses said, I will turn aside to see this great sight, why the bush is not burned. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called him out of the bush. Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. Then he said, do not come near. Take your sandals off your feet for the place on which you are standing is holy ground. And he said, I am the Lord. I am God. I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face for he was afraid to look at God. Then the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters. I know their suffering and I've come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and bring them up out to the land that to a good and broad land, a land flowing with milk and honey to a place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, the Jebusites. And now behold, the cry of the people of Israel has come to me. And I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians are Egyptians oppress them. Come, I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? He said, But I will be with you, and this shall be the sign for you that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. Then Moses said to God, If I come to the people of Israel and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they ask me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? God said to Moses, 
I am who I am. And he said, say this to the people of Israel, I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, say to the people of Israel, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and this I shall be remembered throughout all generations. Go and gather the elders of Israel together and say to them, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob, has appeared to me, saying, I have observed you and what you've been and what has been done to you in Egypt, and I promise that I will bring you up out of the affliction of Egypt to the land of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, a land flowing with milk and honey. And they will listen to your voice, and you and the elders of Israel shall go to the king of Egypt and say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has met with us. And now please let us go three days' journey into the wilderness, that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God. But I know that the king of Egypt will not let you go unless compelled by a mighty hand. So I will stretch out my hand and strike Egypt with all the wonders that I will do in it. After that, he will let you go, and I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And when you go, you shall not go empty. But each woman shall ask of her neighbor and any woman who lives in her house for silver and gold jewelry and for clothing. You shall put them in on your sons and your daughters, so you shall plunder the Egyptians. Okay, Psalm 17 titled, In the Shadow of Your Wings. It's a prayer of David. Hear a just cause, O Lord. Attend to my cry. Give ear to my prayer from the lips from lips free of deceit. From your presence, let my vindication come. Let your eyes behold the right. You have tied my heart. You have tried my heart. You have visited me by night. You have tested me, and you will find nothing. I have purposed in my mouth I have purposed that my mouth will not transgress with regard to the works of man. By the word of your lips, I have avoided the ways of the violent. My steps have held fast to your paths. My feet have not slipped. I call upon you, for you will answer me, O God. Incline your ear to me. Hear my words. Wondrously show your steadfast love, O Savior of those who seek refuge from their adversaries at your right hand. Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings from the wicked who do me violence, my deadly enemies who surround me. They close their hearts to pity. With their mouths they speak arrogantly. They have now surrounded our steps. They have set their eyes to cast us to the ground. He is like a lion eager to tear as a young lion lurking in ambush. Arise, O Lord, confront him, subdue him. Deliver my soul from the wicked by your sword. From the men by your hand, O Lord, from men of the world whose portion is in this life, fill them. You fill their womb with treasure. They're satisfied with children and they have their abundance. They leave their abundance to their infants. As for me, I shall behold your face in righteousness. When I awake, I shall be satisfied with your likeness. Oh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you and we glorify you and we will be satisfied with your likeness. Behold your righteousness standing before you. But until that day, Lord, we just ask that you would accomplish your will on this earth as it is in heaven, Lord, that you would rule and reign, that you would work in and through us, through your Holy Spirit, Lord, that you would draw people to yourself. 
that none would perish, that all would come to repentance, Lord, that you would reveal yourself to people, that you would show them uh, their, their rebellion, their hearts that were in opposition to you, that they would realize that you were there with loving, open arms waiting to embrace them, to draw them in, to adopt your creation as your own, very own children, Lord, sons and daughters. Father, we just ask that you would continue to provide for us as you always have, Lord, so abundantly, so amazingly. We just ask that you help us to forgive, that you help us to have mercy as you have given mercy and grace upon us, that you've forgiven us. Help us to appreciate that. Forgiveness, Lord. Grace that you poured on us. Lord, help us to just that. Help that just to flow just through us into the lives of those around us, Lord. That we would reflect you in a very positive, very welcoming and desirable way, Lord. That people would want to know what what is it, Lord? And that it's you, Lord, that they would see you, your amazing love heart in and through us. Lord, those that are suffering, that we think of Mark and Trish, Lord, and Pam and Lynn, and that family, Lord, we just lift them up to you. We just ask for your hand to be in those situations, Lord, for provision, strength, and long-suffering, Lord, patience, uh, just standing firm and strong in you, Lord, the faith, applying faith to you and in you, keep our eyes on you and not on the situation, not on the world around us, not on the circumstances that we may be facing, Lord, because we know it's you that take us through these things bring us through these circumstances it's by your strength your power your grace your mercy and father we just ask uh, i ask that you be with uh, jill and i today the flight uh, later on today that you just keep us safe lord that you just relieve the anxiety in jill lord that uh, it just wouldn't uh, be uh, super stressful lord but uh, just a, a time to to uh, uh, relax and, and, uh, and get home, Lord. We just ask that you bring us home safely. Father, thank you again for this day. Uh, and we just ask your blessing upon our lives, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, have a great day, guys.